I'm Jack Freeman, and this is my Thought Outhouse. So let me tell you about my middle school girlfriend. I have not talked to my middle school girlfriend now in about 15 years, so I'm not going to name check her because that would be unfair. I don't know where she is in the world. She could be running for Congress. So for the purpose of this episode, I'm going to call her Cleopatra, and you can think of me as her Antony, because our love was super melodramatic and very annoying to everyone else. Dating in middle school is pretty hilarious because there's no three-year time period where you have such a broad range of experiences. Like you have the younger kids in in middle school who just got out of elementary school, like the sixth graders who are just excited to have a locker and different classes to walk to. And then on the other end of the spectrum, you have the eighth graders, some of whom have already sprinted through puberty, like it was a building on fire. Like there is this one kid in my class in middle school, uh, his name was Julius Caesar, and he was taller and stronger than everyone else. And by the end of sixth grade, he already had facial hair. And then a few years later, I saw him in high school, and he was shorter than everyone else. Like the dude just grew a foot in sixth grade and then stopped growing, which must have been infuriating for him because he was the tallest, biggest, strongest, most masculine boy in sixth grade. And then by the end of ninth grade, he was the shortest. I bet in seventh grade, he was like, stop the count. So Cleopatra was in my band class. And throughout sixth grade, we were eyeing each other across band class. I clocked her the minute band class started because she played clarinet and I played saxophone. And there's no match made in heaven like a clarinetist and a saxophonist in a middle school band class. Now, a saxophone has a reputation for being very smooth and sexy, and that perception could not be farther from the truth of saxophone in middle school. A saxophone in middle school sounds like a goose getting run over by a clown car. It is not attractive, but she loved me anyway. So Cleopatra and I spent most of sixth grade Uh, eyeing each other from across band, like two lost lovers who could not speak. And we never once spoke in band class, but we liked each other. It was one of those types of romances where you only like them because you've never actually talked to them. So the day before the end of the year band field trip, I got Cleopatra's number from her friend, not from her, but from her friend. And the night before, I called her on the phone and I asked her if she wanted to go on the band field trip together. And Cleopatra was real quiet. And then she said, yes, and hung up the phone. And that was the start of our relationship. That's all it takes to start a relationship in sixth grade. We were basically married. And then the day of the field trip came, the next day, and I sat in my seat in the band room, about 10 feet away from her. And I was I could see her in her seat. She could see me in mine. My heart was racing. We were about to get ready to go out to the buses. And everyone started walking out toward the buses. And I tried to do that thing where you fall in line with someone. And, and so I tried to get in line with her, her and her friends. Uh, but I totally chickened out. She started walking out with her friends. I held back like I was a spy in an airport. And I ended up not only not sitting with her on the field trip, 
but I also sat on a different bus. We we couldn't have even claimed to be on in the same vehicle as each other on this field trip, but the romance began. And that's all you needed to start a romance in sixth grade. You just needed to have gone to the same place at the same time. It was a date. So Cleopatra and I started a relationship. We started talking every day after school. And here's the kicker. We dated, quote unquote, for about nine months from sixth grade through the summer and into seventh grade. And we never once spoke in person. I repeat, we never once spoke in person. It was not like we were hiding our relationship from anyone. We told everyone that we were in a relationship. I told all of my friends in middle school that we were in a relationship. She told all of her friends. We were not hiding from anyone. We just never once spoke to each other. It got to the place where we would be doing like a band quartet and we are half of the quartet as a saxophone and a clarinetist, and we still would not talk. Like I would make jokes to another person in the quartet and she would hear me making a joke to someone else and then laugh. And then she would say something to her friend and I would listen to that. And then, and then after school, we would talk about it on Yahoo Messenger. Yahoo Messenger was a chatting app that was similar to like AOL Messenger. It was these precursors to social media where it was just a chat between me and her that we maintained this entire time for nine months. And we talked every day after school. We asked each other how our classes were. We asked each other about our families. We really did have an ongoing relationship that resembled a long distance relationship The problem was that it was an extremely short-distance, long-distance relationship. We had the communication habits and style of a couple where one of us was in Wichita, Kansas, and the other one was in Australia. But instead of a Kansas to Australia relationship, we were about 10 feet away from each other. Now, I don't have access to any of those chats, which is one of the great tragedies of 2022, but I do have access to one of the early emails that we sent to each other because I still have my Gmail account from sixth grade, which is fantastic. I have access to every single email and G chat that I sent or received in middle school. And I have to report back to y'all that those chats are some of the most horrific conversations ever recorded in internet history. And that is really saying something. So I'll do a dramatic reading of this email exchange that I have between me and Cleopatra in 2007. This is at the beginning of our relationship. We're still hashing things out. So it's April 24th, 2007. Cleo writes to me, anyways, with a Z. I don't know what to say, How much do you like me? One to 100. And I replied, um, dot, 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 83. Probably more if I knew you better. And then I say, how much do you like me? Parentheses, one to 100. And Cleopatra replies, um, dot, 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 like 85 and more if I knew you more. New spelled N-E-W. So there's a lot to unpack in this brief interaction. Number one, she asked me, how much do I like her? And this is the standard middle school practice. You send a note to someone who you like in class, and you in the note, you ask them the question, do you like me? 
and then you have check boxes, yes or no. And this is a variation. This is a very important variation of that theme, which is one to 100. It's a large continuum. And the second point is out of 100, I reply 83, which is so specific, I do not understand. I sincerely do not know how I calculated how much I liked this girl in 2007. 83 is such a specific number. I think I really considered my answer before answering. And also, I was kind of an asshole. She's just wanting me to say 100. But for some reason, sixth grade Jack wants to play hard to get and subtract 17 points from a possible good answer. I don't know where the 17 points came from to go from 100 to 83. Maybe she wasn't as big of a fan of Jimmy Neutron as I was. But then Cleopatra one-ups me. She calls my bluff. She replies 85. She goes two points higher as if to say, I know what game you're playing. I'm not here for games. I'm here for love. 85 and more if I knew you better. Give me 15 points. Jimmy Neutron's a boy genius. So it's important to note here that my friends all thought that I was an idiot. They didn't have a problem with Cleopatra from what I could tell. They just thought that the fact that we never once spoke in person, it was pretty weird. And they mostly blamed me because I was not the most socially adept 12-year-old boy. One of my closest friends, Katie, she gets so annoyed with me that she steals Cleopatra's number out of my phone and starts texting her to see what's up. And then they become friends. So fast forward to the second half of seventh grade. Now we're in 2008. I tell my friend Katie that I'm planning on breaking up with Cleopatra, probably because I was tired of the drama of a short distance, long distance relationship. And Katie is mad at me because now she and Cleopatra are friends. So she decides that she and Cleopatra are going to hang out that weekend, the weekend that I'm going to break up with Cleopatra. And this is the first time that they are meeting in person. They've just been texting the duration of their relationship as well. So Katie and Cleopatra make plans to go to the movie theater at the mall, which is the most middle school thing you can possibly do. Katie goes to the mall and meets Cleopatra. They meet in person. They have the date that I could have gone on. Katie meets Cleopatra outside of the mall, and Cleo literally does not talk to her. Katie tries to start a conversation, asks her how her day is going, what movie does she want to see, etc., etc., and Cleopatra does not reply. Katie thinks, nah, that's kind of weird. So they go in to see a movie. They sit down next to each other in the movie. The movie starts. Katie's phone vibrates. It's a text from Cleopatra, the person sitting next to Katie in the movie theater. They're sitting next to each other in a movie theater alone. It's Saturday at 2.30 in the afternoon. Katie and Cleopatra are sitting next to each other in a movie theater, and Cleopatra texts Katie, what do you think of the movie so far? And Katie understands in a moment my entire relationship. She calls me and she says, I have good news and bad news, Jack. The good news is it's not just you. Your girlfriend is also incredibly socially awkward. And to be fair, we all were. It was middle school. It was 2008. The economy was crashing. So good news is it's not just you. 
the bad news is you need to break up with Cleopatra. And so I did. It was the end of our relationship. So then fast forward a few months. It's the end of seventh grade. I'm, a, I'm now a smooth talking seventh grader. I'm single. I'm on the market. I'm flirting with another girl in my class. And flirting in seventh grade basically means throwing wads of paper at each other in social studies. And so Cleopatra gets wind that I'm flirting with another girl, even though we've been broken up with for a few months. And Cleopatra confronts this other girl after a school assembly in front of everyone. Cleopatra confronts this other girl. And number one, I'm just impressed that she talked to her. But number two, they almost exchange blows. They have to be held back from each other. In middle school, the energy is, it's not quite hold my hoops. It's more like hold my eyeliner and vans. They yell at each other in front of everyone. They're fighting over me. Little seventh grade Jack, two girls are fighting over me. It was awesome. I was the coolest boy in school for about two days until another boy brought marijuana. I then proceeded to not date anyone else for six years and not by choice. Thanks for listening.